This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here we go. <clears throat> Pardon me. Got brisket in my throat. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. There's Brian Broaddus, former Cowboy Scout NFL executive, Emmy Award winner, and a Super Bowl champion. Lucius Alexander's in the Pimp Cup. Woolchuck and Shea follow here on the Talk Booth. I'm Gavin Dawson. Carter Freeman's coordinating your video, and along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation. We have a big show. Have a big show coming up. Yeah, uh, Golick Jr. at 3 o'clock, David Hellman at 4. Crossy's going to start previewing the Packers on tape coming up at 2.40. Is that right? Yes, sir. Got that offense to take a look at today. Biggest Cowboy thing, once again, is talking about them losing guys to other teams, though, is Pete Carroll getting capped from being coach in Seattle, maybe going to the front office. Uh, Ian Rappaport saying Dan Quinn would be quickly considered and all the other media members are saying similar things. They do consider Dan Quinn to be a pretty serious candidate there. So there's a lot to talk about. I, uh, you know, I do think this is going to happen. You know, I think Dan Quinn makes a, a, a lot of sense for them being their Super Bowl winning a defensive coordinator from a decade or so ago. And, you know, he's the kind of guy that can you know, help fix your defense and help take you into the next era. I would be most impressed by how the Cowboys changed their offense by going across the hall. And it was Dan Quinn and his staff that kind of helped fix the Cowboys offense. You don't necessarily need a brilliant offensive mind. It could be a defensive guy that understands how much more difficult those kind of offenses are to defend. And if I'm Dan Quinn talking to my former friends in Seattle, it's easy to sell them on hey, maybe you should move on from Pete Carroll and hire me. Not that Dan Quinn's working behind the scenes to get somebody fired, but if I want to let it be known, yes, I am interested in Seattle, and here are your problems. Pete Carroll is running an NFL team like it's 2002 when he's back at USC. There's your problem, you know, and that is why it doesn't matter who you get at quarterback. You ain't going back to the Super Bowl, especially in that division, until, you know, you upgrade, um, you know, a few things with with your coaching abilities. So I, I, I just think it makes so much sense that Seattle would see Dan Quinn as the answer. And there's always a charm about guys that won a Super Bowl with you. Like whenever Mike Zimmer or North Turner's name comes up, there's just a little bit extra like, huh? Yeah? Nostalgia and success? Maybe. That's what I'm talking about. So, yes, I, I do think this makes a lot of sense. And and for me, I expect Dan Quinn to go. I just hope that everything flows smoothly and he can still stay focused on the task at hand here. 
which uh, he's used to this, right? He's gone through this as the third hiring cycle that he, his name's been out there. So, I mean, he should be pretty prepared for for the balancing act of, hey, my team's in the postseason now. I got to take care of business. But also, yeah, I'm going to flirt and, and do my videos via Zoom or whatever it is and meet with these teams. Then next week, I think he's allowed with the rules to actually go and meet yeah, with teams. Yes. So, I mean, it, it does make a lot of sense that, that he goes to Seattle. I think the writing's on the wall there. Out of the other opportunities out there, I mean, the only one for him that I think would make some sense if they want him would be the Chargers because they've got a quarterback. Otherwise, you're going on full-on rebuilds. There's a lot to like about that roster with Seattle. You're really just kind of looking for your next quarterback. So all the ties there, especially if Pete Carroll, the rumors are maybe he takes his position upstairs in the front office, you know he loves Dan Quinn. That's his guy. Yeah. So I, I think all signs are pointing towards that. And then we look at, well, what do the Cowboys do? What's the move to pivot? Is it Joe Witt Jr., who certainly has a lengthy relationship with Mike McCarthy? My guy that I think I might campaign for on staff would be Al Harris. I think if you want to go the young route, like Joe Witt Jr. has been in the league a long time, and it's not to take anything away from him. I think he's a great coach. But if you want to look at, all right, who's a young emerging coach on staff that's done an excellent job with Diggs, with Bland, with some of these safeties that have come in, I think I might look at Al Harris. Yeah, a number of candidates in-house. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them do a full search, but usually I do feel like the Cowboys would hire from within in a situation like this. Brian, how do you think they'll do it? I think the question you have to ask yourself is, the players have the utmost respect for Al Harris. The question you have to ask is, are you willing to go with a first-time coordinator here? You know, that's that's the thing that, you know, and we've, and we've seen what happened in Philadelphia with Brian Johnson as being the first-time coordinator there on offense. Well, and, and with then, Kellen Moore. Yeah, and, well, that's, you know, there's 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 always the the things you have to weigh. Uh, but, yeah, the, the I think that, I think to me that, that Dan would, if Dan could take a guy with him, I think he would take, I think he would take Al with him, or he would try. How loyal would Al be to, uh, to Mike McCarthy here? I think you'd have to name him. I think you'd have to name him as the DC for him to order him for him to stay. Mm. You know, that's what you there's there's all kinds of Joe Witt. If if you remember, uh, there was a time Joe Witt was there was a preseason game where Dan got COVID. And Joe Witt ended up being the the guy that was the coordinator that day in that preseason game, but yeah, I, there's there's always ways of in house stuff you want to look at. But how do they get how do they get the best defensive core? One of the best defensive corners in the league. They went outside when they, they fired did. Mike Nolan. They didn't they didn't hire George Edwards or anybody like that. They went outside and and, and got a so. Maybe that would be the same route you would you would look at. I think, Brian. I feel like if you were in if you were in Jerry Jones' shoes today, you'd go into Dan Quinn and say, "Now I know this might be an attractive offer, but just don't make up your mind till we uh, you know see how this ride goes." Yeah, we might we might be looking to make a move if it's too disappointing. I I think that Dan knows how the Jones family feels about him. Hmm. I do, and uh, but Seattle is an interesting one here. But you know. Dan, Dan on this stage, and you know, he, I mean, you're here. You know what's going on. You know the players. The players know you. That's not an attractive job. They don't even have a quarterback yet. I mean, what, it's a nice situation. No, he, no, he's what Dallas, Seattle, Seattle. Dallas is a way better job. No, it, it absolutely, yeah, it is. It but, is. but Dan has those ties yeah. to those people up there. I mean, he's he's got ties to people here as well. So, yeah, it, I, I, man, that's 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 the slippery slope, as they used to say that that Jerry Jones has to ride right now is, is it, is it, is it Quinn or is it Vrabel? You know, there's I'm talking to people, been t- texting people this, uh, since it, the news broke 
their people are saying it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Seattle's lining up for one or the other here. And, you know, maybe maybe they know that maybe they know that Dan is going to have an opportunity at one of these other places and they want to get in line or they maybe want to jump ahead of somebody else, you know, before this gets, uh, you know, gets too far down the road. Well, I think it's uh, it's pretty important here that you get this right. 619 says Wink Martindale. I, maybe that'd be a good fit with your pass rushers. <laughs> Turn Wink loose with that group. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, you know, kind of gives me uh, memories of Rob Ryan when you're talking about, like, exotic, aggressive older guys and, you know, throwing the kitchen sink at them. It could be a lot of fun, but there's a downside to that. I, I don't know how, how the Cowboys would want to do it, but I think it it's a, it's a scary situation for fans because, again – the the head coach and the front office, what are they? About 50-50 when it comes to finding a defensive coordinator? I mean, I, I don't even know if I'd give them that much over Caught the last a huge 15 break. years. Caught a huge yeah. break with Dan Quinn. Caught a huge break. And Dan, you know, he was ready for the opportunity. And, yeah. you know, and, and he really went out there and, and he, like he's talking about, he remade himself. He went from a certain scheme that he's totally comfortable with to something he's he had to learn and had to develop, and and and, and right now we I feel like Mike McCarthy is burning up his cell phone of guys that he's comfortable with buddies. He's like, man, I can't believe it. This might be falling into our lap. I could get you back in the NFL. You know, there's some oh. old guy somewhere that nobody else wants to be a DC that Mike McCarthy's trying to take care of right now. Back Dom Capers. <laughs> you know, it's a fact, Brian. You know, and I'll, I'll sing I, Mike no, McCarthy's yeah. praises to no, the roof when I, he deserves it. No, this I, is a fact, though. If Mike McCarthy or Jerry Jones handles this, there's a better than 50-50 chance they're not going to get the right D.C., and that could take, like, a good group of, of players and just be mismanaged. We're seeing that in Green Bay right now. Packers fans will tell you, I don't know why our defense is so crappy, but it is, you know. So, Joe Barry. So, yeah. That's a fear, right, because he did that yeah. with Mike Nolan, and then they went ahead and, and brought in Dan Quinn, and th- I don't believe there were ties there with Mike McCarthy. None at all. And how quickly they hired Dan Quinn. I know Eric and I, when we were doing nosebleed seats, we were like, man, I, it, you just kind of picked your guy and, and ran with it. I mean, we were kind of uncertain at the time, uh, but certainly he's been absolutely phenomenal, but that was a guy that didn't have a relationship with Mike. So the yeah. one that did, it was kind of one year, you're out of here, it was a disaster. Yeah, I don't imagine they they would give McCarthy the authority to bring in whatever defensive coordinator he wants. You had your chance. You brought us Mike Nolan, and all we remember from that is Tabasco sauce in the eyeball. <laughs> yes, and that yeah. is like a perfect symbol for how your yes. defense played. It, it's, it felt like all 11 of your guys all season long had Tabasco in both their eyes. My biggest concern was that Dan Quinn was going to get the commander's job or could get the commander's job, and Will McClay would go with him. Yeah, that's way worse than Dan Quinn just going to Seattle. Yeah, I think that's that's the one that I fear the most. I we'll see what happens in Seattle. Yeah, but I I fear the Commanders maybe trying to get Will pry Will out of here and then get pair him with Dan Quinn. Uh, Nine seven two says there's no reason Quinn would be head coach next season for Dallas for McCarthy to be fired. The offense would need to fail, and if that's the case, you would need to get a young offensive guru. I mean, you, you see it uh, in Houston right now where they have D'Amico Ryans, and he, he brought the 49ers uh, OC Slowick. So, Slowick, yep. You know, it could go that way. And I, I would love the idea of having Dan Quinn go find an offensive coordinator that, that he likes. I think the most um, un, um, imaginable thing for me right now is that it ends so bad against one of these two teams. But if your game plan sucks and you mismanage the game in a very clear way that's Mike McCarthy's fault, could Jerry Jones get emotional enough to make that happen? I think so. But the last two times he's been hyper-emotional, what he's done is just gone away and been quiet and emerged a week later and said, no, I wasn't that mad. You guys were just making it up. Yeah. Well, you still might get Brian Schottenheimer 
as your OC. Could, yeah. yeah, you could just say, okay, we're comfortable. We've, we've seen what Brian's been able to do. Dan worked with Brian last year, if you remember. He was yeah. in that Ben McAdoo role, and, and the defensive players were – Man, they were they were like, hey, this dude knows what he's talking about. Sure, the way he was prepping that thing. So maybe that would be your transition if something were to happen to Mike and he, he they move on. Then I I could see them I could see them elevating Brian Schottenheimer or allowing him to be the OC. But that whoever whoever the head coach is, that guy needs to they, they need to figure out that offense that they need to they need to not figure it out, but. They need to make sure that it continues to be on the path it's on right now with the way that they're they're moving the football and stuff like that. Need to work on the running game, but the way they're throwing it, the way they're helping the quarterback, the route combinations, all those things that we kind of see on the all twenty two, that that needs to be the guy. Dawson, you even said it. The guy who uh, you said it several weeks ago. The guy whoever whoever recommended in week five that they turn this offensive thing around, you can't lose that guy. Mm. But it might be Dan Quinn might have been the one that told. Mike McCarthy is, if you keep running this offense, you're going to be easy to cover. You're going to be easy to take care of. But that guy might be walking out the door here. Well, the uh, the Giants' D.C. is officially out. Wink Martindale, and he is free to sign elsewhere, according to a source here on the ESPN story. Um, so a lot of qualified candidates. I mean, it's not a bad year to be looking for a, a D.C. at all. There's, there's a lot of hot names and a lot of – uh, defensive coaches have emerged in, in recent years because they had to bust their ass to figure out how to slow down modern offense. And this is the year that they figured it out. And um, I, I think there's a lot of, you know, defensive coaches that have kind of the cream has risen to the top. And now is a, a great time to be, you know, picking out those guys that have been in the in the problem solving rooms. Right. Who who are the teams that set these trends of, hey, here's how we're going to slow down the modern offenses and, you know, get about six points per game trimmed off the final scores here. It's, it's been a pretty impressive uh, trend from the defenses here recently. Bills fan was killed outside the Dolphins stadium after the game. We have another one of those stories that stinks. Sad. Uh, and Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers have signed a hundred and fifty three million dollar extension. I mean, he's playing more. Um, he's not the same Kawhi Leonard, but he's still damn good and uh, well worth uh, what is a three years and 153 mil. So he gets 51 per year and it includes a f- a approximately 50 million a season with uh, no player option. So it looks like he's going to be in Los Angeles there for the foreseeable future. OK, the Mavs were pathetic last night. Other than Luca and Kyrie, I, you know, it's it's like nobody had an interest in being the score. Not even Tim Hardaway Jr. was a gunner. He took like three or four shots in 30 minutes and was like, I'm good. Nobody but Kyrie wanted to win. Um, and and he almost brought him back by himself. But, you know, in the end, you have one of your worst losses of the year. As Luka and Kyrie combined for 64, the rest of the team combines for just 39 points. And they played bad defense to boot, Chief. It was pathetic. Mm, it was bad. It was very, very bad. Not a game you anticipated losing, uh, especially with the John Morant situation. But uh, I'll tell you, this team really needs Derek Lively and Dante Exum. Like, those two guys are extremely important. When you start power ranking this Mavericks team, it's, of course, Luka, then Kyrie, and then it's Lively, lively, and then it's Exum. Yeah. And then you can start, I don't know, maybe it's Derek Jones Jr. Uh, It's certainly not Grant Williams at this point. Uh, But, yeah, you you absolutely need those two guys, and that was was as bad a loss as as you could imagine. Uh, So it's a bummer. 
Yeah, and the Grant Williams stuff is is frustrating. He's doing a, a talk with Taylor Rook, so we might have audio of that tomorrow on Bleacher Report. But like our old teammate Kevin Gray talking about he, he wasn't prepared physically to play this many minutes. To me, that's stunning. It's like when you make the move to get Grant Williams, he's your third piece. He's the guy behind Luka and Kyrie, the only one that really is a guy you're bringing in for defense to guard multiple positions. You've got to be prepared for that. How yeah. are you not prepared to play this many minutes? And now you're already talking about all-star voting. Like, we're very deep into the season here, bro. You could have at least played yourself into game shape. The Grant Williams thing is very troubling to me. Yeah, I don't get the defensive part of it. I think offensively the shots are going to start falling, but there's something weird going on. At just 25 years old, he should be one of the strongest, most athletic guys in the entire league. There's no reason to be giving up as many blow buys and bad adjustments as he does on a regular basis. Like if I'm the coaching staff right now, I'm like, we got to get down and, and, and troubleshoot exactly, you know, why he has deteriorated, you know, cause there's a, there's a much better Grant Williams in there. You know, I think it might just be a guy that rides big peaks and valleys and he valued it a couple of big times uh, last year for Boston. That's why they ultimately decided to move on. But I think he, sh- he should be a winning player. He should be a, a playoff team rotational guy, at least if he's not going to start. But, but, I mean, the last month, it's looked like you should just put him on the bench and say, I guess if guys get hurt, we'll talk to you. Sports hodgepodge coming up next, Chief. Where are you taking us? Well, media shots have been fired and fast food innovation next year in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the G-Back Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Let's hit a sports hodgepodge brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817 333 Go to truckwreck.com. It's also brought to you by Soda. That's state of the yard. Here's Chief. Okay, so we're trying to figure out what the deal is with Dan Quinn right now uh, as Pete Carroll has been relieved of his duties as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. He might remain in the organization in some capacity, but he will not be the head coach. Everybody's connecting the Dan Quinn to Seattle dots as he was the orchestrator of the Legion of Boom. So if if that was the case, who replaces him as Cowboys defensive coordinator? I don't know. I, I, I wasn't aware of this. John Owning, uh, our buddy of uh, Pro Football Focus, is alleging that Dan Quinn had given Joe Witt Jr. play calling uh, duties on third down a couple seasons ago. Um so he was like, that's probably the, the likely leading candidate to replace DQ if he leaves. But I wasn't familiar with that. We, we, we no. were living in a world where Joe Witt was making decisions on behalf of the Cowboys defense on third downs. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that John is, is right. I think that, that – but Dan gives these guys a lot of responsibility. You know, if you're like the passing game coordinator or you're the run game coordinator or you're in charge of red zone defense or you're in charge of short yardage defense – Dan Dan's really good about allowing uh, his coaches to coach and have a say in what's going on with their with their program. The old delegation situation. Yeah, he is okay. I, cool. I, throw, I, I, did, I didn't realize that. Out there? Can I throw a name out there for? Yeah, please give, give us a name because I I want to hear this name. 
the name the name I want to throw out there. If something happens, let me see you spin it, man. Well, there's people there's people around the league that have thrown this name out there for a guy that could be a defensive coordinator for another team, and he just got let go in Atlanta. And his name is Ryan Nielsen, and he's oh, I love a that name defensive coordinator with the Falcons. Yeah. You know, everybody focuses on Atlanta and on what their inability to get things going offensively. You know, not develop the quarterback and all that. Atlanta had a top eleven defense. When you look at yards and things like that, you know, so it, keep an eye on this guy, Ryan Nielsen, because everybody's talking about this. Atlanta wasted one of their best defenses they've had in years, you know, and had, you know, because of what was going on with their quarterback play. Maybe Seattle wants him. I mean, he did play for Carroll at USC. Yeah, it, 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 but it's just a it's just a name because there's other guys off other staffs that get let go. And the name Ryan Nielsen of. Several guys are saying, hey, keep an eye on that guy as a possibility showing up as a defensive coordinator who was already in Atlanta. He came from the Saints, and we all know about the Saints. He worked with that off, that, excuse me, that defensive line. He was really good. They, they got all those sacks and stuff like that. They developed those, those guys down there. So, uh, yeah, young guy that, uh, you know, is uh, kind of a name from that uh, just uh, not out of the blue, but a name you kind of need to know about. Okay, very good. Ryan Nielsen. Yeah. Sounds like he's got some high ratings amongst his players. Among the among the uh, guys and gals around the league. Yeah, he's got some very high ratings. Okay, um, uh, we might be dealing with a media beef situation uh, that I sincerely look forward to small little bite-sized clips coming out. Uh, I saw the tweet from Stephen A. Smith 60 minutes ago. Ooh. Today is the day I finally speak my mind about that no good fat bastard. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Do I? I didn't do anything to Steven. Gentleman in Kansas City. That's what I was saying. I'm like, what did Walchuk has had nothing but nice things to say about Stephen A. Smith? Never met you. I, like, I try to keep your name out of my mouth. Your mom taught you Walchuk. If you didn't have anything nice to say, you wouldn't say it at all. And so, I don't. and for him to just call you no good like that, the fat bastard thing, like okay, like facts yeah. are facts, but no I mean, good. I, so is, to kind of help me, I'm not like that fat anymore. That's a good point as I'd well. I'd like to say pleasantly plump. There's no way pre-holidays he's calling you fat bastard. No, what are you trying to say? I'm saying that he's trying to he's trying to punch you while you're down here. You know, like this is this is just it's disrespectful. He, he's punching down on Zach. I'm very vulnerable right now, guys. So you're gonna see him on Radio Row here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Maybe give him a, a piece of my to... mind with these kind of comments. Sure. Pretty I... pretty intense here. You got my back. Yeah, absolutely. Thank this you. is this is like Toxic Tuesday kinds of tweeting, and he's pulling this out on a hump day. The hell, dude. He's going after Whitlock. Was I right on who? Oh, was it Whitlock? Yeah. Zach Whitlock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the oh. human smoothie. That don't mean you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Please don't compare me to Whitlock. Yeah. It looks like he built like an avalanche. Yeah, I got to draw the line I somewhere. I didn't. Okay, so I it's, for that guy. it's for sure. It's for sure Whitlock, I, I, I believe. Gotta be. But do we know if there was anything that recently happened or if this just like a buildup accumulation? He just woke up and chose today it's is the day. It's like being a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been bubbling. Somebody need to check him. Yeah. He's he's earned it over the years. Trust and believe that. I do. Yeah. I didn't know if he just like, if if yesterday he did something that now made Stephen A. Smith wake up feeling this way or uh, or what. But I guess that'll okay, be interesting. So, uh, Stephen A. Smith has a book coming out, a memoir. And uh, Whitlock claimed it to be farcical recently. Mm. Um, so maybe maybe Stephen A. Smith decided to uh, you know call out uh, the farce that is Whitlock's entire career. Okay, so it's a sort of a farce off. 
Hmm. I believe so. That's exciting. You got to think Whitlock Second is, only to a fart off. <laughs> yeah. And that wouldn't be that wouldn't be fair. That would be heavy Whitlock favorite here. Um, yeah. Speaking of mismatch there. McDonald's. Anybody familiar with what I'm about to say next? No, because it's going to lead into more bullying from you. What are they bringing back? No, I thought you did a great job there. Thank you. you teed that up. I wasn't expecting that, but we just ran with no, it. No, I thought it was funny. Woogity, uh, woogity, woogity I do on know you. exactly what that this was great. is, though, because of course I do. Say it. I'm in the fast food world. They're, they're doubling up on the Big Mac? The double Big Mac. Get out. Oh, okay. So the first thing I thought of is, okay, if we get this, we got four patties that, now. Yes, but we what about the buns? The, the, the buns That's what well. I was wondering about. I'm wondering about the buns. Ooh, we'll see. But I, there is, but six, I figured it out. double the middle oh, buns. Six? We go to four. Are they doubling buns? They're, they're, this is only, uh, this is just for the carnivores out there. They're not adding any more bread or lettuce or pickles, just a little bit more of their special sauce, and they're doubling up on the patty, so it's now Perfect. a quad patty situation, which is how it should have always been in the first place, Agreed, if we're being honest with each other. because there's not enough meat there, so now I knew that Eric would be in on this because you're a quad patty guy to begin with but we need a new challenge brian versus eric who can eat the quad patty faster oh Oh my gosh who will be the patty daddy patty oh yeah the, that sounds just, like a bet payoff to me. The patty daddy. When does this start? A bet payoff to do what? Consume, eat a Big Mac? Eat a, a, eat a Big double Mac? Big Mac? Oh, you're yeah. anti-Big gonna be for, It's going to be the best I, Big Mac out there because right there, now the, yeah. the, the, the traditional Big Mac, it, it's overboard. Like it, it, The ratios are off between the bread to there's, meat. But there's not a better, messier burger than that one, right? Isn't that the best messy burger you can eat? I don't know. These Minnesota Juicy Lucy's sound like I haven't experienced it. Yeah. You know, but they come across like the one seed for messy burgers. Yeah, it's like a volcano lava eruption of cheese from inside the burger. And then the grease as the lava. I I like McFlurries. I like their fries. I like their breakfast. Um no, hash browns. No. I, I don't. I don't like many fast food burgers. I think it's disgusting, to be honest with you. Okay. And, and the suggestion, Brian, that it's the best sloppy burger you could get. There's actual gourmet burgers made with like no, no, wagyu I, I'm beef. Ta- I'm talking about or prime ground. We're talking beef. about the everyman burger. Yeah, we're talking about the burger, not the wagyu. The fast burger food that, burger, the best yeah. fast food sloppy burger. Yeah, maybe? that's what I was kind of going at. Yeah, that's okay. probably the best way to phrase it. Thanks no, for tightening that offensive. up for us. Yeah, he he had to because I was off the road. Keeps yeah. him tight. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a bad take, but. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's time now to go back Rag into the pit cover. Here's Lucius with yeah. your G-Bag of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a messy burger at the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. It? A messy burger. Like but $50? It's, it's spelt like the soccer player. Oh. Yeah. Oh. SSI. <laughs> but it is a sloppy burger. It's all over the place. I had it. Along with one of those big old goblins of drinks that they give you. Yeah, those no. are fun. Yeah, where well, two of them can drink out of it, but you actually order for yourself. Yeah. What you gonna get, girl? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you don't need to put two straws. Yeah, what in you there. about to get? <laughs> what you grabbing that straw for? All right, let's see here. Our G bag of the day winner uh, is a big brother that had to stop his little brother from fighting out there in the front yard. Now, if you see anything floating out there on social media, you see it on TV, hear it in the game, a call or whatnot, even if you hear it on another radio station, and I stand on that, because yeah. I have some audio from another radio station that I will play today. But at first, let's get to this big brother. It's really nice. Hey, hey. Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> Ro- Ronan, get in the house. You. Get in the house. Shut up. Jason, go, go, go to your house, please. He threw the first Ronan. Yeah, he threw the first punch. Ronan. 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 Please. The f- away. That, that I'm going to send this to I am going to house. call the cops. Ooh. Who's going to call the cops, Jason? Off. You're starting fights. Get the f- yeah. off of me. Go to your room. Rapist. Oh, man. Rapist. I'll call mom. I'll call mom. Jason, just keep walking your house. It's in your best interest. Ronan. Shut up. 
You bitch. Damn. Ron ain't a butt whooping. Ron don't. Ron yeah, because you're scared. Yeah, sure. Oh, shut up. I'm so sorry, Jason. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Ronan needs some switches. So who was going to call the cops? Was that Jason or Ronan? What? Was it Jason or Ronan? I can't imagine. Ronan was never picking yeah, up the phone. Ronan's Ronan, not, yeah, Ronan, yeah. Ronan's not calling the cops. <laughs> His fists do the talking. Yeah. He, he did say that, but he ain't calling the damn cops. Yeah. All right, let's see. What else we got you for us? Ronan going for the game misconduct. Hey, Ten for the first punch. Ten for fighting. That's up. just like a bully, too. I'm going to goad you into throwing the first punch, and then when the cops get here, yeah. after I kick your ass, I'm going to claim assault. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he hit me first. <laughs> Let's go to Culver City, California. Oh. City council, city council meeting right here. Chad and JT back. Yes. have an idea to save humanity. Yes. Uh, what up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. As you may have probably already heard, Jeffrey Epstein's list was unwailed this past week. I'm stoked to see that none of you are on it. (laughs) But I was super heartbroken to see many of my idols' names pop up. Namely, Stephen Hawking, which I think we can all agree, none of us saw coming. (laughs) Trust in the American Institute has officially bottomed out and hit dry reef. At the moment, it feels like our country is run entirely by pervy douche nozzles. And I, for one, am no longer stoked on listing bad dudes. Dudes. The American people need something to kickstart our engines and revamp our stoke. That is why I'm requesting (laughs) counsel that you release the Keanu Reeves list. Celebs, politicians, and world-renowned astrologists who have kicked back with Keanu and exemplify his moral fortitude. Altruistic and hot. And hot. It's time we have some heroes to guide us back home. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's hilarious. Stroke of genius yeah. from these guys. Speaking of uh, Stephen Hawking, <laughs> is your timeline full of little tiny thotties all of a sudden on Instagram? Mm. Just a whole lot of tiny thotties. They're sexy as hell. Don't get me wrong. I've, hey, I've, I've had one pop record. up. It's a whole lot of them. You, you haven't seen you just one. One. They're getting okay. their fifteen minutes. Well, I don't know. It just seems like it's just an abundance of it. I think it's in. I think it's in style right now. Huh? The little tiny thotties. You it's know trendy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fire, was it bro. true that he would have them like trying to do math on a on a board That's that was too said. high? That's what it said. Have them up on their tippy toes trying to do <laughs> math up there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great detail. Hey, man, Cat Williams said all lies will be exposed in 2024. But no. Just saying. Who's more dangerous, Elon Musk or Bill Gates, huh? Y'all tell me. Uh, let's go to syndicated radio show. It's a morning show. Way up with Angela Lee. Angela Yee, excuse me. Uh, caller called in with a wild, wild confession. Hey, Anonymous Carla, how are you? Hey, good. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. It's me and Mano here, and we are not going to judge you. You hear me, Mano? Okay. All right. What's your secret you want to share? Okay, so um, about two years ago, my mom, she passed away from COVID. Oh, I'm uh, she sorry. She had lung cancer, and there was, thank you, and there was someone uh, who she was giving shelter to. He, uh, he had lost his home. He caught COVID. He knew he had it, and he went around my mom, and she <gasps> passed away from it. So, no. so every couple of weeks now, every couple of weeks I go and I beat him until he's, you know, can't walk. He, he in the hospital right now. He ain't woke up since the last time. But <laughs> I mean, listen. Hey, yo, listen. Sometimes you, know, you got to do what you got to do, right? Oh my god. Well, listen, I, you know, I'm, 
I think I'm a godly man, but it don't say in the Bible I can't. I find peace. What if he dies? <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it is what it man is. Man, gotta do what he gotta do. That you only get one mother in this lifetime, and I mean, it is what it is. You, you know, you, I, you, you, you I, do what I, you gotta I do. I that every day. Right. You know, I am but, so sorry to hear about your mom. Now this solution? Uh, no, I mean, say, do you be, so you beat him senseless? He's from, in a hospital from time to time. Yeah, you know, just if I'm having a bad day, you know, it could be anything, man. <laughs> Yeah, go over there and beat him up for two years straight. Every two weeks, somebody showing oh. up at your joint just to beat you up. <laughs> hey man, come on outside. Oh, wow. Stop your ass whooping. <laughs> you know it's three thirty. Yeah, quite a phone call right there. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I feel like I'd, I'd if I might have the same re- reaction if you know I knew that guy came around my mom knowing she had lung cancer. Yeah, killed my mom basically. Killed my mom, bro. Yeah, especially <laughs> if she was a younger lady. She was whooping cancer put her over the top i don't know if i beat him up every two weeks i mean i, I think at some point he's gonna have a gun yeah <laughs> you know waiting for me but. yeah at some point right yeah. at some point you'll be like yeah i can't take these ass whoopers no more or could yeah. you just yeah. move this is gonna be the last yeah. one just yeah. move that's yeah. going down in a blue city only yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's new york man it's hard to move brothers yeah. is it hard to it's move? hard to move oh, man I, I, man i I'm, I'm 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 in new jersey now i'm not in new york i'm moving to new jersey yeah I'm you gotta get, away. Out here. I, get out yeah, i'm not letting him walk in and beat me up every two especially weeks especially if you're still in the hospital yes uh nah we're up against it i got one more but you know what? hold on let me see let me do this real quick for you yeah. i could do it from this position uh buccaneers house dj <laughs> doing a little oh uh, this little, was hilarious a little mistake hit the wrong button i understand that i understand that bro during the national anthem though Uh-oh. please rise for our national anthem Open up the safe, bitches got a lot to say. Uh, uh, Open up the safe. Yeah. Them botches got a lot of say. <laughs> I've been shocked for years at the cuts they'll play at the stadium. I love it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It Somebody is- when audience was like, hey, that's what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> is it Ronan protecting his front yard from Jason, our two-time champ? Is it Culver City, California, getting a visit from the bros, Chad and JT, advocating for the Keanu Reeves list? Angela Yee took a phone call, and uh, she'll never forget it. Yeah, you know what time it is, right, bro? I'll be over there in a week. Or the Buccaneers' house DJ. Heal up, get beat up. I'll go with Chad and JT. Chief. I think I'm going to go with the uh, the DJ. Loose. Uh, Big champ energy, riding with the champ. Bowie? Yeah, I'm taking Ronan. Brian? Hey. Yeah, Ronan, Ronan for sure. By a score of three to one to one. Well, you guys like bullying, don't you? Yes. Were you a bully as a kid, Brian? No. No, not at all. You hesitated there. No, I didn't. You went to school in the 70s. You know you I, were a bully. You we, had to be at least a, a bit of a bully. We, D-I-S-D. We fought a lot, yeah. You were dealing out wedgies and hey, wet willies and swirlies. It's time for your wedgie. Come here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you got another thing coming, pal. Yeah. What you said back, didn't you? Back no then, crab legs yeah. for you. Yeah. The next sleepover. Yeah, but you never did the pants step and push. No, that was. We took it to oh, another level. I, I, that, I wish we would have had that one in the yeah. 70s. Yeah. Mm, the greatest <laughs> bully move I've ever heard. It was good to have in the arsenal. <laughs> well, you do get the last laugh, of course, because you uh, host Afternoon Drive in the G Bag Nation, and yep. Krusty's Corner is next. Where are you taking us? Yes, let's talk about this Green Bay Packer offense. We'll do that next. Thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Here's Broadus with Krusty's Corner. Let's learn about these Packers, man.
Thank you, General. I appreciate that. I just can't get over how short that guy looks on TV. Yeah, Wendy looks pretty short there. Well, he's is, on set with... Uh, but he's on with some... Mal- yeah. Is Malika... Is she tall? I, I, I guess. I think that's what we just found out as well. She's got to be around 5'9". That's tall for a woman. Yeah, because Perk, Perk's big because he's a per- yeah. player. He's like 6'11", 6'10". Yeah, so. Shanae's probably 6'2". Yeah. So he's, Looks like Malika uh, 5 feet 7". Okay. Oh, okay. But so she's got heels on. Angle trick. Wendy, Wendy looking really short on the program he today. Might be short. Yeah. Ah, okay. And he's, he's even got a pair of those hakas on that add like Kinda. a half inch to you. <laughs> I just, I didn't know he was that short. Yeah, I guess yeah, you learn when you watch these TV programs. All right, here we go. Let's talk about these Packers. Uh, what's interesting about this team, man, my headset's going crazy here. What's going on? There we go. They found uh, three good quarterbacks in a row. Yeah, how about that? Uh, but yeah, the uh, the thing with with Jordan Jordan Love and I, it's it's the more you watch him play, and I and I went back and I tried to get the games where they were not successful. And I went back and watched the Giants game. They lost back to back games, Giants and Buccaneers, and then I watched the Bears game to kind of get an idea of like, okay, currently what we're doing here right now. But what I've learned about watching him play in two of the three games, mention Giants, Buccaneers, and then the Bears. He's not a good quarterback when he has to deal with man coverage. It's a big problem for him. Hmm. And the games that they lost, he was 8 of 18 for 71 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I think that you need to find a way to make him to speed him up as a player. You need to speed him up as a court. Now, this team right here, when you look at the Packers, they're just behind the Cowboys. They're actually ranked 30th in the league when it comes to pressures allowed. Cowboys are right ahead of them. Cowboys offense, 29th in the league for pressures allowed. That's really, really good. But the the Packers are at 30. They've only allowed 181 pressures this year on, on all their on all their pass plays. So, so you're thinking send extra guys to get pressure, play man, I, and rattle them? I think I think I'm coming after this guy a little bit, and I know there's I know there's people that say, well, he plays well against the blitz and you know and things like that. When when I went back and watched all thirty of his sacks, when the, when he got sacked, I went I just I pulled it up. I said, give me all of these guys' sacks. I want to see the common denom- common denominator here, and I I do believe it's when people play man, he holds the ball a little bit more. But I also feel like, though, their offensive line, their tackles, the more you watch those guys play, the more that you see how they have, they, they give depth. They, they, they play soft on the edges. And the one thing that Dallas is really good at is when, you, when they pressure is how they play from power to speed yes and then and you know and so that's I could see them having a situation where they they get on these guys and drive these tackles back into love yeah so I love what you're saying here and this fits perfectly I was reading the science lab that Patrick Walker DallasCowboys.com puts out every week and he times you know the the pressure rate for the Cowboys so their time to pressure time to the quarterback is 2.4 seconds Jordan Love's average time to throw is 2.7. Yeah. So the Cowboys are, are will naturally, even if they don't send extra rushers, just if they play their usual course, 
they'll get to Jordan Love prior to when he really wants to throw the football. When he wants to throw the ball. Absolutely. Yeah, but the thing is, is he's still good when when he gets it out early. His numbers are still really, really impressive. I mean, yeah, but on, that's that's the thing about it is though you have to find a way. You have to find a way, and I think man coverage will, will create a little bit of some hesitation with him. Now you're right, scheme wise, when you they they will create they will create ways of. And a great example of this, third down play. I saw them run a third down play against the Buccaneers that the, that the Eagles ran against the Cowboys and got a first down with Dallas Goddard. When, it, okay. when, it, when they went the corner, they, they, flat, they went, they went tight end and, and, and receiver on the outside and went pick and flat. Okay. For a first, I mean, and, that's, and that's get the ball out. Mm-hmm. That's like, I'm not going to hold the ball here on third down. They ran, they ran the receiver up and curled and then ran the tight end behind the pick. And I'm like, hell, I saw Philadelphia with Dallas Goddard do this for a first down in a game in Philadelphia. So you, you talk about the curls, the what we call spots. You know, we go five up, turn, turn back inside, ball out. Mm-hmm. So they want to – they're going to try and get the ball out of his hand. Now, they're, they're really – they're struggling at receiver right now with the health of their – with their with their team, and and you you look at you look at this 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 crew and you wonder well okay how are they gonna you know how is Dallas there's not any really big big name guys here, but they've got really good players but they they they've struggled like I say Christian Watkins excuse me Wat, Wat, uh, Watson mm-hmm. is dealing with a hamstring injury so he's missed eight games this year he's missed the last five and then early in the season. You know, and they they sat him out to hope to try and get him back, but they don't know. Romeo Dobbs is another one that he's he's dealing with a chest injury. He had to go to the hospital after the game, Ouch. and they're they're calling him day to day right now. So you'll see, you know, J, uh, Jaden Reed has he kind of become his favorite target? He has, he has. Reed's become his favorite target, and Wicks is another one. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this about Wicks, okay. If you find out where he is on the field, he is their version of Noah Brown. And I mean, Noah Brown in the old cowboy way, they run the ball to his side. Okay. Whatever side he's on, the ball's going that direction. So that old crack toss that they loved. They, that's exactly right. Boom, here comes Wick. Yeah. He is tougher. Than, I've seen him yeah. take shots and yeah. hang on to the ball. Yeah. And be like, okay. He's a good player, but. If you follow 13, you could kind of find out, okay, ball is going in that direction. That's a key for your Cowboys right there. Because they will do what they want to do in the running game, too, is they do not, they, they you know, Aaron Jones has made a difference. I mean, you could watch Aaron Jones. They, they you know, they're trying, in A.J. Dillon, in the, in the Giants game, there was no Jones. They were a totally different team offensively without, without Jones running the football in that game. But you're going to get, like I say, but they're going to run. They're going to try and run, and they're not going to let you – they're not going to let the backside guy run them down in the running game. Because what you get is you get – everything is across. Like, so the ball's going to the left, tight end's always blocking back. Every time they run the ball, it seems like motion or tight end going to the backside. They're not going to let Micah and Armstrong and these guys all chase or tank, they're not going to let them chase. They're going to block the backside and then and then block the front side with their guys, but make sure that the backside's secure. And that's how they're able to get yards in here. 
because of their they they, they do a, they do a, actually a good job with Aaron running the football. It's a physical downhill type of attack with him mm, running okay. the ball, and he will press the hole and make the cut. Mm. So you have that's why they block the backside because they want to make sure that he has the ability to make the cut. So Dallas had better be ready for that. As, as mentioned, there's a ton of pre-snap movement. There's a ton of motion. They will move players into position to block. They use deception of motion to take your eyes away. You have to be concerned about Tucker Craft and then Musgrave. Now, I think uh, Craft is playing better right now than tight ends. Yeah, Musgrave's been banged up. I right. think they just got him back. Yeah, they use they use craft a lot in the in the in the quick game that we were talking about. I mentioned that third down wrinkle. They threw him a screen on the five yard line, and a tight oh, end wow. screen on on the going in. They threw him on the five yard line. They faked like they were blocking him, spun him around, and threw him the ball, and it ended up being a touchdown against the Buccaneers. So some of the things that you deal with playing like against the Eagles with the tight end, the movement, the motion, all those things you're going to have to deal with with this guy. So. It's going to be key for the Cowboys to be able to match up with how to play him in this game. But I think they're good enough to match up with the the receivers here. The Cowboys, the secondary. I think the Cowboys' uh, secondary is good enough to match up uh, with these receivers and handle that. And But you need to be able uh, to handle Reed in this game. Keep an eye on Wicks. He'll tell you where the ball's going and craft the tight end. The short passing game, the quick passing game, but also got to watch him on the screens as well. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you. All season long here, Tuesdays at 2.40, Brian has given you an education on the opposition's offense. Tomorrow we'll take a look at that defense as uh, we continue to march our way towards uh, 3.30 on Sunday afternoon. Cowboys and Packers, for the third time in the last seven years, they're going to lock up in the playoffs. And, of course, we'll have the pregame for you Sunday afternoon at 12.30. Mike Golick Jr. talks football with you next right here. It's the G-Bag Nation on the fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.